This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. We're back with more Tapped Out with Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine on the BetQL Network. Well, as they say, better late than never. It took the UFC 20 years between fights down in Miami, but they are back. UFC 287 tonight. You got a good card. Israel Adesanya, main event, takes on Alex Pereira. Second time in the UFC, fourth time overall. Co-main event, also a banger. Jorge Masvidal versus Gilbert Burns in all 305 co-main events. Then you got Adrian Yanez, Rob Font, Raul Rosas Jr. takes on Christian Rodriguez and Kevin Holland versus Santiago Pantanibio. And that's just the main card. We'll break it down for the next couple of hours here on the BetQL Network and try to make some money along with you and Brendan Tobin on the sports machine, Sean Levine. And speaking of partners, the UFC has a new one as they have officially merged with the WWE. Endeavor now has themselves about a $20 billion product. I was surprised, Brendan, to see that the UFC was actually valued a little bit more. I'd say a little bit more, $3 billion more than the WWE. So the UFC came in, its value at $12.1 billion, the WWE at $9.3 billion. Before your thoughts, let me tell you real quick, I don't love it. I don't love it. I've always kind of liked it. And I this is not an anti-wrestling take or a wrestling's for kids or wrestling's fake or we're tough guys. Not any of that. I just have always appreciated the fact that the UFC generally, basically this is a walkout conversation. I love the way they do walkouts. I don't think they overdo it. Every now and again, you get you get a Brian Ortega doing the purge or an Anderson Silva doing his Michael Jackson or whatever it is. You know, we've seen Style Bender do some cool, but generally it's just the, the goosies, as you say, are the product itself. That's not really what the WWE is. It's a lot of shtick. It's a lot of, backstory it's a lot of other stuff so i just hope that they don't try to merge the products together too much what are your thoughts um i don't think it's going to be too crazy that's anything that's going to be too crazy that's noticeable i think the thing that's interesting about it is uh the vince mcmahon aspect aspect of it it's always felt like he's kind of had a little bit of a you know uh a, a a look down at the UFC, you know, because it's a pay-per-view competitor. And so now that they're all under the, the same roof and he was looking to kind of do almost the Dana White thing, which is, look, Endeavor is the big boss, but Dana's still the face of it. So I think that's kind of what he was looking for, a, a thing to make money, but he could still run operations. And especially, you know, amidst all the scandal that Vince McMahon has 
been in recently over the last 12 months where he was gone. He was not in control of the WWE. Then he came back. And so I, I think that's the interesting thing of it, that, that Vince found a kind of a taker for his company. But the only thing that I think is going to be kind of cool is that like, it, you know, that we saw a little bit of this. I don't know how much people have been paying attention to like AEW, but Dan Lambert at American top team had a bit of a crossover with them where he was bringing a lot of his, MMA fighters onto their big wrestling show, Paige Van Zandt, you know, the whole deal there. But, um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be that big of a, a crossover. Maybe cool if we get like Bobby Lashley in, a, in the octagon one time or something like that. You know, he's got a bit of a, an MMA background, but I don't think it's going to be that noticeable. They already do the burnout UFC fighter goes to the to the W. I mean, don't we see that right now? Like Brock Lesnar has fought in the last 22 WrestleManias and Ronda Rousey is the cash cow or one of them when it comes to the WWE because let's just call it what it is. She, she couldn't cut the mustard anymore in the UFC. So I don't think that's going to be any different. The crossover the other way is somewhat appealing to me. You know what, like you get one of those dudes, you get one of those ladies, and you got to wonder what he or she would look like in an MMA format. What would they look like in the octagon? So I suppose that has a little bit of appeal. What about fighter pay? Because when you look at what the top, you know, what the Roman Reigns and what the Charlotte Flares make compared to, w, compared to the UFC, it's not even close. Now, I suppose if you take the top of our sport and the top of their sport, then it gets a little bit, but I'm talking about what the average fighter gets paid. WWE is significantly higher. What do you think happens, if anything, to fighter pay now that it's a $20 billion corporation opposed to two completely separate things? Nothing. I don't think anything's going to happen, to be honest. Nah, not really. Like not, The only way I think it crosses over is if somebody, you know, obviously it's easy to put this person, but like a Connor-like persona can do both and can entertain on both, then there'll be more opportunities to get paid on both. But as far as will, you know, Rob Font make more money today because they're going to get revenue from the streaming networks, whenever their TV deal is up. Nah, I don't think that's going to happen. And, you know, I, I heard a good point this week of that, you know, usually the fighter, and I know that's not the only days they work because they're training, but the only days that they're on the television product, the most is usually four times a year you know, a Roman Reigns is on television basically every week, maybe has two weeks off a year. So, you know, they're working a lot more dates and, and, you know, I don't want to say putting their bodies through a lot more because one's an actual sport and one's a stunt show, but you know, is, is working a lot of dates to earn that money and, 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 and sells a lot of toys and t-shirts and all that type of stuff. Like they know who the guys are who push product. And I think overall, you know, as much as WWE, it's the brand, there are still more superstars, I would say, that cross through and can be as big as the promotion. UFC, I mean, it's very, very small number of guys that are actual stars who are bigger than the brand. Producer Jake, if you could find it, get on the internet, which you've never been wrong, and see if you can find the average fighter pay for the UFC right now and the average fighter pay for the WWE. I understand all your points, Brendan, and you're right. I mean, look. Wrestling is, call it what it is, it definitely is taxing on the body, incredibly taxing on the body. Very real when it comes to the physical pain, a lot of the contact and all that stuff that happens. So it, it, these guys and gals definitely get paid a hefty fee for beating up their body. I'm just curious what the difference is between the two sports. I think that Jorge Masvidal, let's talk about this. He fights Gilbert Burns tonight. 
Right now, the odds are incredibly one-sided. Gilbert Burns minus 450 on BetMGM. Jorge Masvidal, game bread, plus 340. I saw that 70-plus percent of the money is coming in on Masvidal. Not a surprise. I mean, and by the way, good job, Jake, on getting that. So basically, it's double the salary, just to kind of put a bow on that point. WWE average salary, 250K a year. UFC, right around 100 grand. So good money either way. You're beating up your body either way, but WWE makes twice as much. I just wonder what's going to happen. I wonder if Jorge Masvidal loses this fight. Here's the thing, man. As much as I'd like to see him go out and win, not only does he have the Kevin Holland stuff, that you're, you're, you're talking and you're dealing with a guy in a parking lot right before the fight that's not even your opponent. What are you doing? This is on the heels of all the Colby stuff, right, at the restaurant just less than a calendar year ago that you're still dealing with. And then you mentioned uh, last week he had – it was a really fun car, that game-bred fighting thing. So he's in Milwaukee traveling, you know, doing all these things. So not just focusing. Strict would be at that time. And then he talks about retirement. And anytime – and Mazadol's a little different because I had to look back and be like, is this the first time he's mentioned this? I actually found some clips where he was talking about retirement or getting out and doing other things before, like, the Darren Till fight. So this is not the first time this has come out of his mouth. It's been something he's talked about for a while. But then he started winning and hasn't said that for a while. And then he started talking about BMF belts and championship belts and all that stuff. Let's just start with this. If he loses tonight, only because we're talking about the WWE merger and all that, I wouldn't be surprised if he says he's going to keep fighting and he's going to stay with the promotion – but he's switching, and he's going into the ring. He's really popular. He, he, I don't know if he can win a whole lot more fights. If he loses this one, that'll be, what, four four in a row? Is that right? Three in a row, mm-hmm. four in a row at that point. You're getting older, what, 38 years old. I think that's what he does. I think he goes, all right, I'm cool with Dana. Now I'm going to be cool with Vince. I'm done, but I'm still here. You think it's crazy to think that if he loses the fight tonight that he just says, I'm done in the octagon? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. No, I don't think it's crazy because he said it. I, I don't think it's crazy. I think it depends on how he loses. Like, I think if you told me, you know, he gets dishragged and loses to Gilbert and gets choked out, yeah, I would say. Or if if what happens to him with uh, with Usman, the, uh, the Usman rematch, yeah, I could definitely see him stepping away. If it's a competitive fight, if we have a back-and-forth affair, if it's a good thing and he just loses – I don't, I don't think so. I, I think that there's still, I, I think the Holland fights are out there. I think that there are still going to be compelling matchups out there because he's very popular. And I think they're going to throw a lot of money his way. Like, look, dude, there's very few people in this sport that move the needle. Now, I think that he'll be starting to teeter on will people still pay to watch him if he loses again? That'll be an interesting question. Probably depends on how competitive the fight is tonight. That's that's a hard thing to answer right now. But why couldn't he be Ronda Rousey then? Why couldn't he do? Why couldn't he take that path where once it goes downhill there, you find popularity in? I, I guess I'll say a different sport. Like it feels like he could be that guy, right? First fight they haven't come out and flying knee Roman Reigns, and it just feels pretty obvious to me. Well, dude, because 
we just talked about going into this segment how he wants to fight three people outside the octagon. He's not a, he's not a pretend fighter. He's he's straight Jesus. Like you know, you're gonna you're gonna have him. In, maybe I mean, like maybe he'll be into the whole compelling. Uh, I'll do a couple dates here and there, but nah, I don't think so. I think like, well, this well is listen, what, man, he might be a better pretend fighter at this point and make more money than be a real fighter. Was he a real fighter back when he was 18 years old? Kimbo Slice in the back of the 305 in the backyards and the YouTube videos. And yeah, was he a real fighter when he was kneeing Ben Askren and knocking out Darren Till? And yeah, absolutely. And winning the BMF belt with Nate. He ain't that guy anymore. If he's that guy, dude, I'll, I will fly out to Miami and buy you a steak dinner at the nicest steakhouse in Miami if he goes out there and wins his fight tonight. He doesn't need to knock him out. He doesn't need to choke him out. If he just wins the fight, he should be an underdog tonight around plus 340. I mean, there's no way he wins a fight tonight. How do man? Like, I mean, like, I I really talk me into it. I honestly don't understand why you're like, you're, you're like needling me about this. Like, I agree with a lot of your points, but the thing is, is like the guys he's lost to are Colby Covington, who's fighting for the belt. And the guy who is the, like the long reigning welterweight champion. It's not like he lost to bums, you know, like. What are we doing here where we're acting like he's, you know, Cody Garbrandt and he's losing to anybody who blows by his chin and he gets knocked out? Like, that's <laughs> not, that's not, let's like, let's not act like that's what's happened. It's not, dude. You're like, you're, we're, we're, we're overplaying the washedness of him. Like, the guys well, he's lost to have been the best two welterweights on the planet for the last five years. And, and when's the last time Cody won a fight? Like a month ago, right? When's the last time Masvidal won a fight? What three years uh, ago? Three years ago. Three and a half. Three years ago. Yeah, okay. Can you name Just the guy that Cody beat? Some dude was his name. Uh, they call exactly. him some dude. Uh, with Brendan Tobin, I'm the sports machine. Sean Levine. Point well, point well made. Uh, with a win, it seems like the promotion. So George right now is ranked 11. We both agree that he could retire. It's always weird when we find fighters in this situation. This is not the first time this has happened, where. With a loss, we agree he could retire. Maybe. Maybe he says, I'm done. With a win, he could fight for the belt. I mean, you want to talk about polar opposite ends of the spectrum. Do you agree that if he wins, that's probably the next thing? That he waits a little while, recovers, and then fights for a belt after this? Yeah. I mean, the weird thing, it was funny. The One of my favorite moments of the press conference was they asked like, Hey, can, can these guys do anything to sway you? Uh, they were asking this to Dana. Can they do anything to sway you from giving Colby the title shot? And he's like, well, look, you know, Colby, you know, came and he made weight and both Jorge Masvidal and Gilbert Burns both booed him on mic, which great. is, that's hilarious. Like, how often do you get to boo your boss? You know, I, like, I wanted to walk out and, and boo my program director. I was like, boo. <laughs> I would love to do that. Don't um, do it. But... Bad idea. Tried it once. <laughs> Didn't work out well for me. Don't do it. Uh, but either way, no, I think that uh, I, I, I guess the, the update from it is, like Dana says, look, if, if Jorge wins, he'll get the title shot if Leon can get past Colby, which, you know, okay. I, I guess – it just seems like a strange thing. I, I don't understand why Colby got to jump. Um, even though, look, he, I guess by merit, you could say, look, he handled Masvidal easily. He probably does deserve the title shot. I just think that if I was running a promotion, you know, not saying I could do it better than Dana White, but I do have a guy who's pushing 40. I have the champion who obviously wants the scrudge match. It's so obviously one of your biggest pay-per-views available. 
why are we overthinking this? I feel like Dana White was always the guy that would always just give the fans the fights they want. And I just feel like lately, not that they've been bad fights, I just feel like we're overthinking things. Why take one or the other when you can get both? So if Mazadal beats Burns tonight, which let me reiterate, I would be shocked if it happens and I got to fly out to Miami and buy you a steak. But let's say it happens. We know that, that Dana has said that Colby's fighting for the belt next against Edwards. So why don't we just wait to see who wins that one and then let George fight the winner? I mean, honestly, I don't even know what would be better for the promotion. Like, he's obviously got the grudge match with Colby. Legality-wise, I, I don't know if they can be within 100 feet of each other. I don't know how that works right now. And then if 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 Leon keeps the belt, then you got the three-piece in a soda. So why don't you just – George wins and then wait. Just chill. Chill out, bro. I guess we just know that – I think the, you're right. Like, people will still buy the Colby fight, but – of course they were. We know. We saw it. It wasn't a competitive fight. Like, you know, I I, I think if we're going to that rematch, what are the odds going to be for Colby versus Jorge, too? My, listen, is Colby going to be a minus 1,100? I don't know, but uh, three-piece Minnesota wasn't competitive for Leon, but I'd like to see it in an octagon. Brendan Tobin, Sports Machine, Sean Levine. Speaking of fights coming up next, we fight each other. Two men fight on your radio. You're locked into the BetQL Network.